0: Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 3 of Hooked on Fantasy. Today is a very special day. Uh, well, I should say tomorrow is a very special day, or whenever you're listening to this. Tomorrow, the day of, uh, I'm recording this, is the eve of the Scott Fish Bowl. Scott Fish Bowl 11, SFB 11, if you're nasty. This is my first time ever playing at Scott Fish Bowl League. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Scott Fish is the man, and him and Ryan put on an amazing, amazing thing every single year called the Scott Fish Bowl. If you haven't heard of it, it's a giant fantasy football league. Uh, combined of, I think, of over 1,900 players this year, which is absolutely insane uh huge props to them for organizing all this thing but tonight i'm going to be going over a few different things we're going to be taking a look at the scoring settings roster sizes roster settings and all that kind of jazz to try to get an edge on our draft that starts tomorrow it's a slow draft for every single player in the scott fishbowl starts tomorrow morning at 10 a.m eastern i believe and tonight we're going to go through uh, all the scoring settings all the roster settings and then after we take a look at those, I'm going to discuss some strategies and some edges I think people will have at certain draft positions and all that stuff. I personally, I am drafting at the 101. Uh, I probably made a mistake picking the 101, though, if I'm being honest, because I did not think uh, think about the third round reversal when I picked my draft slot, unfortunately um but that being said i i still am pretty excited about having the 101 Uh, once we go through the scoring settings i will reveal who i'm planning to take with the 101 and then after we go through all the scoring settings we're going to head over to the new dynasty nerds uh mock draft tool and we're going to run some scott fishbowl mocks over there if you guys want to check out the dynasty nerds mock draft tool it's free um it's really nice new tool they created over there and uh every single time you draft there there there's a setting for the scott fishbowl leagues and for dynasty leagues so uh yeah, it's 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 a really nice tool and we're going to check that out in a little bit. Okay, first things first though everybody, let's hop into the Scott Fishbowl scoring formats. If you're watching or listening to this on uh, audio, you won't won't be able to read the screen, but uh, I will read it out for you. So Scott Fishbowl every year, it's a bit of a quirky scoring system that Scott puts together, and I freaking love it personally. It adds a lot more of variety to the game that we love, and I really enjoy that. So it is redraft, by the way. I should say that first. It is redraft, and let's take a look actually first at the lineup settings here. One second, let's head over to rules. So the rules of the game, uh, drafts start July 5th, 2021 at 10 a.m. Eastern. It'll be a slow draft. There's an overnight timer of eight hours. Uh, sorry, overnight hour, Overnight uh, clock turns off. Excuse me, but there are eight-hour timers. It's a 22-round draft. Uh, Snake, It is. Uh, there's 1,920 teams, which is freaking ridiculous. 160 divisions of teams. Uh, I'm in the Beatles division. Uh, if any of you guys out there are also in the Beatles division, uh, drop a drop a comment uh it's a start one or two QB league so you can have a super flex which is really important it's a super flex league uh two to six running backs three to seven wide receivers one tight end and you can draft kickers it is it is optional to draft kickers um but so a base lineup you're looking at one likely two quarterbacks at the super flex spot two running backs three wide receivers one tight end and four flexes. The flexes are really key, especially with those kickers that are a huge wrinkle in the scoring system, in my opinion. You can draft up to four kickers and play up to four kickers every single league in your lineup. Uh, Lindellians has been really huge on (laughs) the kicker train for the Scott Fishbowl scoring, and uh, I'm also a big fan of it. I think it's going to be really fun to see where kickers go in drafts uh, live, because they can go really anywhere, really. Uh, It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with those. Um, moving on blah 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 and activity waiver moves oh yeah there's no trading there's no trading which is really interesting but there are waivers it is a redraft league just keep that in mind uh yeah let's go let's go back let's move on to scoring here friends it's really exciting seeing that countdown up there for 11 hours and 11 minutes all right uh scoring this is the important thing so there's a lot of weird scoring rules in scott fishbowl usually there isn't really anything too weird um, I think he did a really nice job, him and Ryan, of balancing out the scoring system to make sure a lot of positions, uh, so he made some more important than others like tight ends and quarterbacks we'll look at here in a second and running backs also have a nice boost. I don't think wide receivers have any crazy boost. Though. We'll get to that in a second, but anyway, starting things off with passing. So it's a super flex league, right? And, uh, for those of you who might not know, super flex means you most of the time start two quarterbacks. Um, so for passing, it's a six point passing touchdown league which is, you know, pretty common. I feel like most home redraft leagues play on uh, four-point passing touchdowns. Uh, this is on six. So that does benefit passing quarterbacks like a Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Big Ben, Kirk Cousins, etc. Like those a little bit more, those guys who have more of a high-passing volume style uh, fantasy football quarterback, especially with passing touchdowns, gives them a bit of a bump. This is the biggest difference, in my opinion, in the scoring of the entire thing. Minus four. Four points for an interception. That's huge. That is a huge, huge detail that people are really looking over, in my opinion. And what I think this says is that you need to emphasize elite quarterback play. Uh, Elite quarterbacks have usually, obviously, a a better touchdown and interception ratio. And I think that uh, making sure you really utilize that six-point passing touchdown boost and stay away from the minus four interception uh, hit is really, really critical uh, and if you throw a pick six, it's minus six points because it's minus two points for an interception that is returned for a touchdown. So if you throw a pick six, that's an entire passing touchdown wiped off of your fantasy score, which honestly, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of this scoring system. I really like that. Uh, there's also some more wrinkles coming down here in a moment. It's one point for 25 yards passing, uh, which is, you know, pretty standard, I think. Uh, there's also minus one point per sack, which is pretty big. You want your quarterback to not get sacked very much. So quarterbacks like Russell Wilson might take a bit of a hit, honestly. I'm, I'm kind of lowering Russell, my rankings for, uh, FSB, sorry, SFB 11. That's because I think guys like Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz could be a killer in a Scott fishbowl this season with all those interceptions and sacks he took last year in in Indianapolis, not in Indianapolis, in Philadelphia. Uh, if he repeats any of those kind of numbers, it could be really catastrophic for your team. Um, one point per incompletion is huge. Um, so the reason I am, once again, emphasizing elite quarterback play for my Scott Fishbowl roster is the one, minus one point one point per incompletion and the minus four interception is huge. And the six point passing touchdown. So if you're starting a really good team with a lot of really good running backs, really good wide receivers and a really solid tight end, like a Kittle, Kelsey, Waller kind of team. If you have like Derek Carr and Carson Wentz as your QB one and two in a super flex league, you might be saying, okay, that's not bad for the roster I have. But if you look deeper into the scoring, it could really hurt your team, in my opinion. And I know some people might disagree with that, and that's okay. It's all about your opinion and uh, how you value building your team. Um, Fantasy Yoda values Carson Wentz in the chat. Fantasy Yoda, I love you. Um, Anyway, on to the rushing. So rushing, it's six-point per rushing touchdown, pretty average. Uh, One point per 10 yards rushing, average Two point conversion average. The only rushing boost is 0.5 per first down. Uh, I've seen that in some leagues. It's not a huge advantage, but it is something to be aware of. So those bell cow running backs get a bit of a bump, in my opinion. Uh, players like Najee Harris, Derrick Henry, guys who are getting a lot of carries. Zeke, that's a slight bump into their points, in my opinion. So nothing too crazy there, but definitely nothing to sneeze at. On the receivers, uh, six-point passing touchdown. Not passing, receiving touchdowns. Pretty average. One point for 10 yards receiving. Average. point conversions, half a point for a first down and half point PPR. So nothing too crazy there, but half point PPR is something to note. Uh, I think it does show that uh, wide receivers, even though you start three, uh, you do want to emphasize them in your build um, because you are starting three. But the half point does kind of nerf them a little bit and does shift my emphasis more to the quarterback and uh, running back side, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Moving on to tight ends. Tight ends get a huge bump. They get a half point uh, per first down, just like every other position, and they also get an extra .5 per reception. So they're getting a full PPR uh, point per reception, which is huge, Uh, double that of the wide receivers and running backs. So tight ends are, uh, once again, a pretty significant priority here, in my opinion. So I think we're going to see Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Darren Waller, and even Kyle Pitts go off the board a little earlier than most might expect in uh, SFB11. I've seen some people in group chats discussing like, taking Travis Kelsey as high as like pick number two or three, so uh, I'm really going to be interested in see what happens there. On to kicking, so kicking is pretty average, minus three for a missed field goal, minus one for extra point. I think that's pretty uh, average, if I'm not mistaken, and then returns is you know pretty normal. So with that being said, uh, my takeaways from the scoring system are emphasizing elite quarterback play, emphasizing pretty solid running backs if you can, because they get a bit of an advantage with those .5s per first down on the grounds. And receiving is pretty meh. Tight ends also you want to emphasize. So receivers, you're starting three. So that balances them out, in my opinion, with a bit of a nerf in the PPR side of things. But yeah, that's it. What's up, Nate in the chat? I see you, man. I love you. Appreciate you coming through the stream, man. All right, guys. So with all that scoring in the back of your head here, we're going to head over to the new Dynasty Nerds mock draft tool here in a second. And we are going to get our mock draft underway. I am drafting an SFB 11 with the 101, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, I will be doing that here as well. So let's jump right into this mock draft. It's going to move pretty quick because we have a 30-second timer on the 90 of mock draft tool, guys. So, All right, let's get it going here. The 101, I am on the clock, and we are going to be taking Patrick Mahomes, guys. I think, like I said, the elite quarterback play is a big, big difference in SFB 11, and I think that I really am going to have to prioritize that for my teams. Christian McCaffrey out the board at the 102, Allen at the 103, Murray at the 104, Travis Kelsey at the 105. Looking at a lot of quarterbacks flying off the board here. Dalvin Cook, Dak Prescott, Derek Henry, Justin Herter, Russell Wilson, Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Rodgers, Zeke Elliott, Darren Waller. The 204 is a great value, in my opinion. Matthew Stafford, Tyree Kill at the 206, Joe Burrow at the 207, Saquon at the 208, Tannehill at the 209, Hurts at the 210, Tom Brady at the 211, and I'm back on the clock at the 212, guys. So let's see what kind of running backs are on the board here, what kind of quarterbacks. Here is an experiment we're going to have to take a look at here because there is a third round reversal, so I'm not on the turn here. I get to have one position and have it come back to me. I got Mahomes in the first round for this position. We're gonna try to go quarterback, running back, and see what happens. We have Nick Chubb on the board right here, which ranks pretty high for me. So we're gonna go Nick Chubb to start off our draft. We got Nick Chubb and Patrick Mahomes. Let's see how the board moves, and we're hoping to get a second quarterback that's pretty good on the turn here coming up. We got Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan off the board so far. Two O, that's gonna hurt. Hoping that, and I guess got snipes. That 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 hurts. Not going to lie, guys, that kind of bit me in the butt. So that strategy might not be the best in the world um, because I do have Mahomes. But I, like I said, I wanted to emphasize elite quarterback play. I was hoping Kirk Cousins would fall to me because Kirk Cousins is usually a quarterback one in fantasy football. He's usually a great value. I got sniped by the computer at 311, which really hurts. Looking between Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, and Derek Carr here. I am actually think I'm going to go Calvin Ridley with my first pick. And uh, we're back on the clock here at the 401. Calvin really to start things off. Hmm, I don't know if I want to gamble and wait on a quarterback late and pair him with Austin Eckler here, or take a QB and round things out. We're gonna take. I don't love any of the quarterbacks here. That was the problem, but they're not gonna get any better. But Najee Harris is sitting here. That's an insane value. I can't pass on Najee. Ooh. I'm going to take Najee Harris. Okay, I if I can get Najee in the fourth round, I'm going to have to take him. That quarterback might hurt a little bit. I'm hoping a decent one makes it back to me. Ooh, TJ Hawkins in there might have been a nice nasty pick too. I didn't really take too much of a look at it. It's moving a little fast here. But with all these quarterbacks going off the board though, I might need to adjust and just take two QBs to start things off. I think if I compare like Mahomes and Ryan Tannehill kind of stack, that's all I really need. Big Ben here would be really nice if he makes it back, and he does. I didn't want to take Ben Roethlisberger, honestly. I'm a Steelers fan. I'm not trying to be biased here with this draft choice. However, I think I'm going to have to go with Big Ben. I think Big Ben has the most upside for fantasy, even though the interception and incompletion bonus hurts him a little bit, in my opinion. I think that having Big Ben to pair with Patrick Mahomes, who could go off for some good weeks. I know Mahomes is going to give me great stability, so I'm going to go with Big Ben here. All right, so far to start off my draft, I have Patrick Mahomes and Beg Roethlisberger at quarterback, Nick Chubb and Najee Harris and Calvin Ridley, a wide receiver. Really liking this start. I would like to get a tight end here shortly if I can, um, but let's see what's going on. Oh, I'm on the clock once again here. Oh, I was at the turn. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Uh, let's see who we got. Need a, uh, need a wide receiver here. Ooh, David Montgomery is a kind of a smash here in my opinion, you guys. I need a wide receiver too, and I also need a tight end. But I think there's going to be plenty of good wide receivers to make it back to me. And I can't really pass up the opportunity of David Montgomery in my flex here. So I'm going to take David Montgomery, start things off with three really solid running backs, two good quarterbacks, and a really, really good wide receiver. And Calvin Ridley, in my opinion, let's see how this board falls to me here as we go. Oh, that's blocking the board. That's not what we want. Come on, go down. Go down. All right. The board is moving along up here. a Big wide receiver run, it looks like, which is unfortunate for us because we need one. Um, But we'll see who makes it back to us here, guys. We got Thielen, Miles, Gaskin, Travis Etienne off the board. Kenny Galladay, that hurts. Deontay, oh, that hurts too. Fant, that hurts more. Kareem Hunt, Chase Evans, and we're back on the clock on the turn right here. Okay, what are the best wide receivers available here? Let's take a look. Let's deselect some positions here. Let's just take a look at the wide receivers. We got Chase Claypool, Jamar Chase, Juju Smith-Schuster, Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins. All right, I think I'm gonna go with Jamar Chase here, guys. I really like the upside of the rookie out in Cincinnati, and we're starting three wide receivers. So I'm gonna prioritize wide receiver here. Actually, let's take a peek over the tight end position. Best tight end available is Logan Thomas, according to ADP Mike Gaski. Yeah, I think I'm gonna wait on tight end, you guys. So I'm gonna head on over. Who do I want? It's my wide receiver three. We're gonna want some upside, but also a bit of stability. Ooh, I take Claypool, or Juju, Juju for stability. Claypool for upside. My other wide receivers are Ridley and Jamar Chase. I'm going to take Chase Claypool. I think I have enough stability there with those two. A lot of guaranteed targets and opportunity that I think Claypool could be the guy for me there. Um, so I'm hoping that that pick works out. Um, I might take a QB3 here soon, honestly. I really like the bar, the way the board's shaken out for me so far. And um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I do like the way the board's fallen so far. I do like my team. I do like... I do think I need to get a tight end. Oh, Rojo would have been nice. Okay, we're back on the clock here at the turn at the 9-12. Let's take a look at the board here. We got a lot of quarterbacks sitting at the top of the board right now. We got Will Fuller, Jerry Judy, Mike Kosicki, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Higby, Tyrod Taylor, Brandon Cooks, Mac Jones, Visca. I think I'm going to go Visca here. And then what running backs are we looking at? Let's see. I like the value of Visca right there a lot. We got Ren Fournette, Zach Moss, James Conner. I think we am going to go James Conner. I, I, listen, I'm a Steelers fan. I know James Conner left a lot of bruises in our ego last season and our hearts and souls. But I do think that James Conner will be getting the very valuable goal line carries in the Arizona Cardinals' upbeat offense. So I'm going to take James Conner here to round out my running back room early. And I really like that pick for me. We can take a lot of upside picks on receivers towards the end and a lot of tight ends at the end as well. Uh, let me know what you guys think of my draft so far in the chat. We have. Patrick Mahomes, oh, come on, come back up. Patrick Mahomes, Nick Chubb, Calvin Ridley, Najee Harris, Ben Roethlisberger, Chase Claypool, Jamar Chase, Laviska Chenault, and James Conner. Uh, a lot of Steelers, a lot of former Steelers as well. Board is still moving along beneath me here. Scroll on down real quick. We are getting close to our pick here. Zach Moss, Corey Davis, and out of Troutman go off the board. I would have loved Troutman right there. Not gonna lie, that kind of hurts. I think I'm going to take Jonu Smith. I'm a big Jonu guy right now at his current ADP for value-wise, and I think that he's going to get a lot of targets in New England. Uh, Nate's screaming at me in the chat to say Carter greater than Connor. I get it. I just don't – I just think that the touches in Arizona might be more worthwhile personally, Um, but it's okay. I I like both of them a lot. I think right here I'm going to have to go Devonta Smith, honestly. I think he has by far the most upside out of any of these wide receivers. And I love the town of him. Him and Jamar Chase, I think one of those guys are guaranteed to pop, in my opinion. Uh, so getting a lot of upside and guaranteed targets with those two picks right there. I do like the value of Smith there a lot. Let me know what you guys think of that. Devontae Smith to start off the round 12. I mean, I think that's really good value, personally. I like that pick. I like the draft so far. I like the way this thing's moving. I know I'm drafting with some CPUs, so this ADP might not be the best in the world, but I do think that we are moving along pretty smoothly down the draft board right now. I like my team. Michael Carter, I didn't see him on the board right there. That sucks. Okay, anyway, we need another tight end, I think, but let's see who's on the board here. Paris, ooh, Brian Edwards. I'm not a huge Brian Edwards guy, but that could be an amazing upside pick, or we could take a, a third quarterback right here for some for a bi-week scenario. We got Taysom Hill, Garoppolo. I, need, I, don't, I think I'm going to need any of those guys. Oh, let's see here. I think I'm going to go with Brian Edwards. I like Brian Edwards a lot in uh, Las Vegas. I think that for dynasty-wise, he is not the best. But for redraft, I think that he could have a lot of guaranteed opportunities. Take a look at the running backs. Here we got Jamal Williams. Okay, we're, we're in backup running back territory. We don't really want any of those anymore. We're going to take them off the board for now. We're looking at these positions here. Wide receiver and tight ends. Ebron could be really good. Gronk could be nice. Paris Campbell. Ooh, Elijah Moore could be nice. I'm gonna keep shooting for rookie, rookie upside. I've drafted already have Jamar Chase and Devonta Smith, but I like Elijah Moore a lot too. The beat reporters are loving him in New York right now. And I think that there could be a really bright future for him this redraft season. So let's scroll back down here to the draft board. Follow along. We got T.Y. Hilton, Sterling Shepard, Ingram, Ebron, and Gronk, Amari Rodgers, Paris Campbell, Irv Smith Jr., Brashad Perryman, Ty Johnson. Jason Hill, Jimmy Garoppolo, Daryl Henderson, Andy Dalton, Traquan Smith, Naeem Hines. Let's take a look at the board here. Cole Komet would be really nice if he makes it back to me. He'll probably get sniped to me now I said his name out loud. Come on, and he did. Excellent. Let's take Cole Komet right here to start things off at the turn. Really like his upside this season with Justin Fields once they get clicking. And who else we got? Ferkser, maybe? Nah, I don't think is going to do anything. Russell Gage could be really nice in Atlanta if he gets a good rule. Do I keep shooting for rookie wide receivers and see what happens with Amon Ross St. Brown? I could use another running back, though, if I'm being honest. Alexander Ma- I think I'm going to go for Alexander Madison because he doesn't have that much standalone value. I already have a lot of really solid running back play, in my opinion, and Scott Fishbowl is all about upside, I've heard from people. And Alexander Madison, if for some godforsaken reason, Dalvin Cook gets injured. Alexander Madison is automatically an RB1, in my opinion. Oh, we got, a- we got a kicker. We got a kicker alert. Greg Zerline, Greg the leg, just went off the board in round 16, guys. That is something, folks. And my draft board just disappeared. Okay, there it goes. Sweet. Oh, we got a kicker run. We got Greg Zerline, Harrison Butker, Youngway Koo, Justin Tucker, Jason Myers, Rodrigo Blankenship, Jason Sanders, Brian Suckup, and I'm back. Oh, wait, just kidding. I'm not back on the clock. Hayden Hurst, Mo Ali Cox, gigantor Rashad Penny, Jamison Crowder, Terrace Marshall Jr., Chuba Hubbard, and we are back on the clock. Let's take a look at the board here. Oh, it's kicker season. We got Matt Prater, kicker in Arizona, Chris Herndon, Gross, Singletary. I could. I think since it's upside season, I'm going to take a shot on Zach Ertz. If he gets traded anywhere, I mean, his value can't really get much lower than it is right now currently. we got Will Lutz, kicker for the Saints. I think I'm going to go with Tyler Bass here. He's a really good kicker out in Buffalo. That offense is electric, and I think that he's going to be kicking the ball, obviously. Uh, Should be a solid flex play if I ever need one, and you're not having fun if you're not drafting kickers, friends. Yeah, draft kickers. Got to. So, with that being said, let's move on down the draft board here. The draft board is moving along beneath me, and I can't scroll down for some reason. That's fun. Anyway, let's take a look at who I've drafted so far, then. Patrick Mahomes, Nick Chubb, Calvin Ridley, Najee Harris, Big Ben, David Montgomery, Chase Claypool, Jamar Chase, LaVisca Chenault, Johnny Smith, James Conner, Devonta Smith, Brian Edwards, Elijah Moore, Alexander Madison, Cole Komet, Zach Ertz, and Tyler Bass. And we are back on the clock here, ladies and gentlemen. We could take a shot here at Josh Palmer, wide receiver, rookie out of Los Angeles. Matt Gay, kicker for the Los Angeles Rams. Jacoby Myers, Justin Hopkins, Badgley. I think I'm going to take some more rookie upside here. Uh, De'Ami Brown, rookie wide receiver for the Washington football team. I think he could have a really nice rookie season surprise some folks. Um, I think we're just going to go for best offensive kicker available here. Which offense I think is going to score more points? The Rams or the Chargers? Huh. Let's think. Let's think here. I think we're going to go with the Los Angeles Rams. I think they're going to have some nice offense there with Stafford in town. And uh, should be a good thing there. The draft board is once again frozen, but that's okay. doesn't really matter. Uh, we can see down here who's available. The draft, there's not really much left anyway. It's all, it's all good. Uh, Chad, how's my draft doing? I need to buy uh, Brian Edwards. Dude, I like Brian Edwards, Derek. I just don't like him for dynasty that much. Sorry. I like him though. I like him for redraft. I just don't think that long-term he's going to be the guy. I honestly just don't think he's that talented enough to keep the job there. Uh, Long-term, I think they will probably just going to look into drafting some more guys for the outside to pair with rugs. I don't know. Uh, just, just my two cents. All right. Um, It's kicker season, it looks like, on the board. It's really kicker season. All right. Let's go for the best offense here. I'm going to go Badgley from the Chargers. And another kicker? Or are we looking at position players? Pascal, uh Renfro, Gross, Higgins, QT. Don't really love any of these names here. Cephas, maybe. Uh, now, I think we're just going to go for a kicker. Let's just go for um best offense here. Let's go for Washington. I think they're going to have a good offense for this match. We're going to go with Dustin Hopkins. Lock it in. Is that our final pick of the draft? It might be. Might be our final pick there. I like that draft. I like that draft. After this draft, we're gonna go through one more time. We're gonna go for a bit of a zero RB approach. Well, actually, we're gonna go for a uh, we're gonna go for a heavy QB approach early. All right, that draft is over. Let's take a look at who we got. Uh, I liked that team for us a good bit there, guys. Let's take a look here one second. All right, here's the draft for us, guys. We have Patrick Mahomes, Nick Chubb, Calvin Ridley, Najee Harris, Big Ben, David Montgomery, Chase Claypool, Jamar Chase, LaVisca Chenault, John Johnny Smith, James Connor, Devonta Smith. Uh, Brian Edwards, Elijah Moore, Alexander Madison, Cole Komet, Zach Ertz for upside, Tyler Bass, Matt Gay, J- uh, Dustin Hopkins, Mike Badgley, and De'Ami Brown. Um, I like a lot of that roster. I think that's a good team. I think it's going to be a team that wins a lot of games and week in and week out. The only big question mark for me is uh, tie down with John New and Big Ben as my QB2. Um, But that being said, I, I like that team quite a bit. I like that team quite a bit. So let's go out here. Let's create another mock. One more time. Let's go for another Scott Fishbowl draft. And this time we're gonna go we're gonna go heavy QB here. Let's let's start the draft up and we're gonna go for majority quarterback to start. We're gonna once again we'll go with my locked in, my real life 101 tomorrow. I will be taking Patrick Mahomes number one. I think it's the best pick available. let's uh, so follow along with the draft board here. Uh, scroll down and we'll we'll wait. I think that we're probably gonna I won't even look at the other position just for the sake of the uh, the sake of the, the strategy here. We'll see who makes it back to me. Tom Brady would be absolutely delicious, so would Stafford. Okay, Brady's probably going to go here in a second. Yep, there he goes. Tannehill would be amazing. And he got sniped. All right, who do I want? Here's my QB2. With the interceptions, I'm really scared of Jalen Hurts, not going to lie. Burrow is a bit scary in SFB because there's no trades, and if for some reason he gets injured, I'm screwed. Um, Let's see. Who do I want? I don't really love Matt Ryan either because he throws some picks and he throws a lot of incompletions. He throws a lot of completions, but a lot of incompletions. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. Kunobi Code running back, Jalen Hurts. I really like him uh, as a player and for as a fantasy asset. I think he's going to have a great season. He's at my QB, I think, seven on the season. And uh, he does scare me. I agree with Daily Sporting in the chat. Hurts scares me, but the upside is nice. It's so tough. I know, man. It's really tough in home leagues. Um, I don't mind at all. However, I do think he's a bit risky in SFB eleven. However, uh, I'm okay with it. All right, let's see who's on the board here. We are at we are at the turn. We can get two running backs. I'm going to take Cam Akers with my first pick because I love Cam Akers and redraft mm-hmm. this year. Let's see who other quarter uh, running backs we have available. We have Najee, DeAndre Swift, Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, Claude Edwards, Alaire, J.K. Dobbins. There's a lot of good running backs left on the board, so I think we're going to go for a wide receiver here. We have DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Brown. Justin Jefferson, Julio Jones. Uh, highest wide receiver available in my rankings here is DeAndre Hopkins. I think Hopkins is an absolute stud. Paired up with Kyler Murray, there's nothing they really can't do. It would not surprise me at all if I woke up tomorrow and he told me that DeAndre Hopkins was the wide receiver one in 2021. I seriously would. I, there's no doubt in my mind that he'll finish top five if healthy. Uh, I love Hopkins, and I think that's a great start to uh, start off my roster right there. Uh, Fantasy Yoda in the chat says he will not be touching Aaron Rodgers. Probably a wise move. I think he's really risky. Hopkins is a steal there. I agree, man. Appreciate it. Um, I, I love that start. We have two really solid quarterbacks paired up with a wide receiver I love and a running back I love. I think we're going to get a good running back right here. Let's see who's on the board. Let's go filter by running back here. Uh, we have David. Oh, my God. This is perfect. David Montgomery and Chris Carson. We're just going to smash these two running backs right here, guys, and I know a good running back, uh, wide receiver will make it back to me. Not concerned at all right there. I love this start so far. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Hopkins. Cam Makers, David Montgomery, and Chris Carson. That is just, you know what this is screaming right here? This is just screaming guaranteed touches. And that's what we love. Um, that's all we need, man. All we need is those guaranteed touches at running back. You'd love to see those. I think those are two smashes at their current ADP. Let's filter over here to wide receivers, hoping that a good wide receiver two makes it back to us here. Kenny Galladay would be fantastic. Uh, I'm going to be taking Kenny Galladay right here over Jamar Chase. I think that Galladay is a really solid lock for targets in New York. I don't love him long term there in Dynasty for the Giants but I do really like him this season I think that him and Daniel Jones hopefully will have good rapport Steffi if you're watching this for some reason I pray to God that Daniel Jones is as good as you make him sound to be uh so Kenny G welcome to the squad uh hopefully you can be a solid contributor for me as my wide receiver too uh let's see what we have a tight end. let's take a peek over here Logan Thomas okay we, we're hitting that threshold once again where I'm not loving the tight ends we're gonna see if I can get John you again later Uh, But for now, wide receiver again, I think we're going to go for Jamar Chase once again. I I love Jamar Chase. I like a lot of these receivers on the board as well, like Brandon Ayuk, Juju, Higgins, Debo especially. Um, But I think that Jamar Chase is the biggest lock for uh, target share. And I think that he is also a solid candidate to get over 10 touchdowns this year. I think he's going to have an awesome rookie season. So we're going to go Jamar Chase. And our team so far through eight rounds, we have Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. At running back, we have Cam Akers, David Montgomery, and Chris Carson. And at wide receiver, we have DeAndre Hopkins. Kenny Galladay and Jamar Chase. All we need is a tight end, and our starting lineup will be complete minus the flex spots. So i love to see that. There are still a lot of quality quarterbacks on the board here in round nine, which I expect to not really happen in real life. I think that these computers are, you know, computers. I I imagine that quarterbacks of the caliber of Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones will be off the board at this point, especially Justin Fields. All right, let's take a look here at the position players. We got Robbie Anderson, Jerry Judy, Curtis Samuel, uh, Tyler Higby, Brandon Cooks, LaVisca Chanel, Cole Beasley, Tyler Boyd, Uh, I would like to get a solid running back right here. Zach Moss is interesting, but I think it's a little early for my blood. Uh, I think we're going to go with a guy I think is being a bit slept on right now coming into his second season, even though he's been hyped up by a bit of the community. We're going to go with LaVisca Chenault. I think Visca has really impressed people in OTAs so far. Not OTAs. uh, Is it OTAs? I forget. The mandatory training camp things or whatever's happening right now. So I I love this. I love this right now. Uh, Let's see what we got going here on our next pick here around the turn. Do I get, I don't really want Higby, not a huge fan of his, Johnny, I think we're gonna go Johnny right here, just in case I don't get another good tight end back, um, oh, Troutman's tempting now, hmm, the tight, the quarterbacks are concern for me in New Orleans, so we're gonna go with Johnny Smith, because if Taysom Hill's the starter, I don't, I don't love the passing, the weapons there in New Orleans really very much, and, um, I think that I, I feel more solid about Johnny, I've seen him do it at an NFL level, mm. Adam Troutman. As, as much as I, as much as I like Troutman as a player, I just don't, I haven't seen him do it yet. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't trust New Orleans either, Chad. I don't trust New Orleans either. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, back on the clock here at the turn at 11-12 and 2:12:01. Uh, okay, let's see. What we got we got Corey Davis, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams, James Conner. I think this is my obvious uh, stack right here. Well, is let's take a look down here at the running backs once again. Michael Carter available. Is Carter here? He is. We're going to correct my mistake from last time. We're going to go heavy running backs right here. We're going to go Michael Carter. And we're also going to go Ronald Jones. I didn't see him before James Conner last time. But if James Conner and Rojo's on the board, we have a ton of really solid running backs right now. We have uh, Cam Akers, David Montgomery, Chris Carson, Ronald Jones, and Michael Carter. I mean, those are just a ton of huge potential touches. Um, Love this volume so far. Love the volume. We have a huge wide receiver run right now. We got Mooney, Sanders, Brown, Davis, Aguilar, Waddle, Hardman, Kirk, Moore, Rager, and Hilton off the board. At our next pick, we us see what we got available here. We got Eric Eron, which could be a nice pick with some upside. I think we're gonna go Rob Gronkowski. I mean, we all know that Gronk has a locked and loaded lo- role in that offense. He's gonna finish as a tight end one every single week, pretty much, in my opinion. Uh so we're gonna go with uh we're gonna go with Rob Gronkowski. Looking for some upside on the board right now. Uh we like Elijah Moore or Brian Edwards Moore here, guys. This is a tough one for me. It's hard to fade the training camp hype of Elijah Moore. There's just so many mouths to feed in that offense. Brian Edwards could have a bigger role. So I think we're going to go with Brian Edwards. I've seen Derek Carr feed fantasy options before. I think that if Edwards can stay healthy and stay on the field, I think that he's a lock for more opportunity. So, you know... Mike, Chats trying to convince me in Mike Williams. Listen, guys, I like Mike Williams. I really do. I think he's an extremely talented real-life NFL player, but he's too much of an injury concern in my opinion. I don't like projecting injuries for players at all, but Mike Williams is the only exception I'll make for that. He is made of glass. Um, Love him, though. Great player. We're going to take Cole Komet right here at the first pick of the turn. Back to Mike Williams for a second. I really like him. Uh, I just don't think that he can stay healthy for a full 17. I just don't think so. Sorry. Uh, moving on looking for some more upside on the board right here i think just for value sake i think i'm gonna go gerald everett i think that he's gonna have a really nice role there in seattle and if he turns into a great receiving option for that team i think i can't really pass him up uh, especially with this tight end premium in this league uh i like our tight ends a lot right now actually kolka met jared uh gerald everett and john new feel very safe to me i feel like there's no way i can't get solid production out of those guys oh i also got gronk didn't i i did we have four really solid tight ends, and I think that that's exactly what we need with this kind of team build. I think we need some stability that I can guarantee at my uh, at my positions, and I really like that. So it's all good. All right, let's move on. Jason Sanders, Rodrigo Blankenship. We got some kickers going off the board here, boys. Uh, is, is it really getting that thin out here in the streets? Are there any quarterbacks available yet? It uh, doesn't look like there's any good quarterbacks left, unfortunately. Um, let's take a look here. I think we're once again uh, – If I mean, hey, if he falls to my lap like this in the real draft, I'll be thrilled. Uh, at the 1712, I'm going to take a shot on Zach Gertz. If he gets traded, I mean, that's fantastic value. Like really, really good value. Uh, draft board starting to glitch a little bit on my screen, but that's all right. We are back on the clock here at the 1801. Uh, what do we want here? We've got some upside, but weekly starters though. Not like upside throws like the Marcus Robinson right here. Ooh, it's getting a little thin. Huh? I'm going to take Jarek McKinnon. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Jarek McKinnon. Uh, he is now the backup running back in Kansas City behind Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And if for some reason Clyde goes down, he's not the biggest guy in the world. Uh, Jarek McKinnon's a lock for a ton of volume, and I really like that. So uh, I definitely I definitely like that pick right there. Good value. And if for some reason he goes down, really, really going to be a nice pick for sure. Uh, let's see who else we got on the board here. Coming down to round 19 here. Van Jefferson would be a nice pick if you say it's on the board. All right, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to take Van Jefferson. I like Van Jefferson a lot. I think that, uh, he, I mean, Sean McVay, even though they didn't give him a lot of touches last year, has sung, sung nothing but praises of Van Jefferson and his work ethic and how good he's been. So we're going to take a shot on Van right here, and then let's start, let's take a kicker. Screw it, it's gonna get a little fun. Uh, Brandon McManus, he's a GOAT out of Denver. Drew Locke won't be able to finish drive because he sucks. Uh, sorry if you're watching this, Lindellians. Apologies, but uh, <laughs> not a big, not a big Drew Lock guy. But Brandon McManus, he's gonna get a lot of field goals for that team. I think they're not gonna finish drives very well, uh, and if they do, hey, a lot of extra points. So we're gonna take, uh, we're gonna take Brandon McManus right there. Only have a couple picks left in this draft, and it's gonna be wraps for this team. And uh, we're gonna wrap up the stream after that, probably. I've, I've really enjoyed talking to you guys in the chat who are watching live. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope this guys, I hope this is giving you a bit of an advantage to your drafts, make you feel a little bit more comfortable with Scott Fishbowl tomorrow and uh yeah thanks for thanks for joining me all right let's go We got two picks left here to round things out we got geo bernard on the board jack doyle zach Pascal. don't really love any of the options here folks let's probably just uh, let's go for anthony miller just in case that justin builds and him have a great rapport and one last pick of the draft here ladies and gentlemen we're gonna take the old man the guy i hate to roster but i'm gonna do it anyway jimmy graham tight end out of chicago even though he is washed, in my opinion, and not the best player anymore, the Chicago Bears fed him a lot of targets last season. He got a lot of touchdowns. So, with that being said, our final draft uh, with the heavy quarterback strategy to start things off, we have Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Kenny Galladay, Jamar Chase, Leviska Chenault, Ryan Edwards, Van Jefferson, Anthony Miller, wide receiver, At running back, we have Cam Akers, David Montgomery, Chris Carson, Michael Carter, and Ronald Jones, and Jarek McKinnon. And at tight end, we loaded up on the back end here with Jonu Smith, Rob Gronkowski, Cole Komet, Gerald Everett, Deck Ertz, and Jimmy Graham. And at kicker, if we want to use the kicker, we got Brandon McManus, uh, kicker out of Denver. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to tonight's uh, special Scott Fishbowl 11 episode of Fantasy Jeopardy. Not Fantasy Jeopardy, I'm sorry. Hooked on Fantasy. Uh, This episode will be releasing tomorrow on all streaming platforms or if you're listening on streaming platforms right now for the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you again on Thursday for another episode of Hooked on Fantasy. Maybe we'll go and check back in on the uh, Hooked on, not Hooked on Fantasy, the Scott Fishbowl draft I'll be doing. So have a great night, everybody. I'll see you later. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Peace.